On our last Lockdown Eagles before the Eagles' first preseason game against the Baltimore Ravens, we've got defensive players to watch. The Georgia rookies, secondary battles, linebacker battles, all that and more on this Friday edition of Lockdown Eagles. You are Lockdown Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Shout out to our everydayers for making us your first listen Monday through Friday right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's show is sponsored by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Gino, we've got an Eagles game tomorrow, man. Eagles, Ravens tomorrow at 7.30 to kick off the preseason. Yesterday, we talked a lot about the offensive players to watch. Going to be mostly backups. It's going to be the same thing on defense. Can't imagine there's going to be that many starters playing. But I will say on defense, it's different because I think there's way more rotations on this side of the ball. I think there's going to be way more players that are actually involved in with, I think, more substantial substantial roles in the actual regular season. So although the quote-unquote starters aren't playing, there's a lot of guys that are going to be on the field that are going to have roles. And I think you look at the defensive line, that's really where it starts, especially with the rookies. I mean, I cannot wait to watch Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith make their debut. And I believe that Jordan Davis will probably be out there as well. And best of luck to that second team on the Baltimore offensive line because you're going against – Three Georgia guys on that front that are going to be ready to go. Plus, I imagine they're not going to rest Milton Williams either, probably. No, and Contavious Street and Marlon Tuipolo. That's one guy who I haven't heard much about that I'm excited for. Contavious Street, Lou, and Moro Ajomo. It seems that he's kind of figuring out his role now as well. And we talked about yesterday the Eagles' second and third unit on their offensive line going against Mm. the depth of Baltimore. I think these teams are built relatively the same, a very similar ideology where they have solid fronts, they have solid corners, and they have depth at all of those positions, especially on the outside and in the defensive secondary, Lou. I'm excited to see how this rotation happens. Like you said, I think there's going to be a ton of guys that we are going to talk about on yeah. defense as opposed to offense where you're probably not going to see the starting unit of exactly. linemen. You probably won't see the two outside wide receivers. And there's more depth battles on defense too, you know, I think you yeah. look at, you know, you look at safety, you look at corner, as you mentioned, you look at linebacker and then also the defensive rotation Ajomo and street might be battling for a spot. I think there's just way more unknown on defense right now, how things can shake up on the first, second mm-hmm. and third team. And you got guys like Patrick and Kyron Johnson, who on the outside right now, Patrick Johnson was listed on the depth chart at the same level with a slash or an or between them with Nolan Smith. So this team views him highly. They view this defensive depth incredibly highly. And that's going to be the star of the show tomorrow, especially when guys like Josh Job, who have been working with the ones is going to be in there and you see the rotation of safeties, how they're going to deploy them. I would suspect that you don't see too many wrinkles of Sean Desai's defense right off the yeah. bat. You well, don't that's what I was going to ask you, too Gino, many like, trade secrets. Is suddenly Nolan Smith going to be lining up as an off-ball linebacker blitzing through the A or B gap? I mean, it would be cool, but you're right. They'll probably be 
pretty vanilla on both sides of the ball. And so it, I will say, mm-hmm. though, and, and you've mentioned so many different players battling for spots, for starting jobs, for, you know, part of to be part of this rotation, to have a bigger role. But I will say, like, even though these two, uh, there's not much to take away, I think, from a preseason game when it comes to, like, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. I am extreme. I think it's always fun to watch top picks make their debut with your team. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, again, I'm not going to take away much from this game from Carter and Smith, but it would be awesome to see, even if it's not domination every time they're on the field, if they could just make one play where you're like, okay, yeah, these two are on another level compared to the guys that are out there. That would be really exciting. So, you know, I think Carter and Smith to see them out there on Saturday, just from the excitement value is going to be great, but it would be really cool just to, you know, notice that they're clearly on another level. Part of the reason you keep it vanilla is so that you can see if these guys can one play fast. You know that you have these two first round picks that you had no business probably getting either one at the picks. You got them Two, You want to see if these guys can understand their assignment, if they're mentally up to par at the national football league. And if you just let them play fast, free, align them correctly, put them in a good assignment, Sean Desai's job tomorrow and these other two preseason games is just putting these guys in a spot to show off their athleticism, show off their ability to play fast, play free. If Desai wants to come into the season and say his identity is to be fast and physical, come out there and show it tomorrow, man. The preseason is a perfect time for guys that want to make the roster to do exactly that. And not just on defense, on special teams as well. How many of these guys are going to be on those kickoff units, on those punt coverage units that are going to have to fly around the ball. And you always know that there's one or two big hits in the special teams element because guys are not going to hit their assignment every single time at this time of year. Same with defense. You want to see the guys that are quickest to the football, guys that are rallying to the ball once that ball carrier is already wrapped up, and just guys that we haven't seen before. I'm excited for the Eli Ricks of the world and the Mario Goodriches, the guys that you haven't seen yeah. much of. And later on with the Christian Ellis's and the Ben Van Summerins at linebacker, maybe not the star names, but these guys that have been talked about in the first 10, 11 practices. That's what the preseason's for is for those names that you're mentioning. And we'll get into mm-hmm. more defensive players to watch coming up next against the Baltimore Ravens. The Eagles make their debut in the preseason tomorrow night at 730. Guys, today's show is sponsored by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Head over to LinkedIn.com. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who do you like to interview and hire? That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs, they help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, Eagles fans, we're continuing on this Friday edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles. Shout out to our everydayers. This is our last show before an actual Eagles game tomorrow night, 730 kickoff, Eagles-Ravens. And Gino, we're talking about the defensive side of the ball today, who to watch in this game. And, you know, we mentioned, of course, how fun it's going to be to see Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith make their debut with the Birds, the defensive rotation, Moro Ajomo, Contavious Street. But you were mentioning before we took a break, I think, the biggest battles and the highest stakes are going to be not only for like potentially 
roster spots, but also who could be in a rotation during the regular season. It's at linebacker. It's at safety, especially. And then for depth, it's a gauntlet right now, a battle Mm. at the cornerback spot. So there's a lot more. I don't want to say I'm not looking forward to watching the offense tomorrow, but I think I'm much more intrigued by the defensive side of the ball. And the guys that the defense are going to be playing against as well. You look at a player like Zach McPherson, for example, or Josiah Scott, you potentially have to take on Zay Flowers, Devin Duvernay, James Prochet, the two after Zay Flowers, have multiple years of NFL experience. Nelson Aguilar, never heard of him? Aguilar as well. <laughs> Those guys are all trying to make jobs on this now well-stacked wide receiver unit that the Ravens have. And, and McPherson they and Scott a- are maybe battling for that primary slot backup job, you know. No, they definitely are. And, yeah. and that's why I'm excited to watch is because you're going to go against guys offensively which are very skilled and are fighting for jobs. And same thing on the defensive side of the ball, where those guys are both very skilled in their own right at that nickel cornerback position. The Eagles trusted Josiah Scott last year. There shouldn't be a reason why they don't trust him this year. And Zach McPherson is now the guy that has moved from outside to inside. Let's see how he does in that transition. I'm expecting that to be a fun battle to watch. The outside cornerbacks as well. When Keely Ringo gets in there, I'm excited to see how he can play at the NFL caliber. Josh Job, former undrafted free agent. You can name all of these guys that they have in this. Well, there's some guys that are behind too. It feels like I think greedy Williams was a favorite to be one of your main Mm -hmm. backup boundary corners, but right now it's been all ring. The talk's been all about Ringo. It's been all about Job, as you've mentioned. I mean, even Eli Ricks and Mecky Gardner have made some highlight plays. I really haven't heard greedy's name a whole lot. So these games, yeah, all these guys are battling for spots and for, you know, positioning on this depth chart. So they're going to have to come out and make plays, as you mentioned, against a, a pretty deep, wide receiver core for Baltimore. So, and I think with Zach, he had to move on the inside. I think the the Mm -hmm. best chance for him to make the roster and have a role is because of all these new boundary corners. And with Avante, you know, that that too with the injuries, he can go down. Sure. Yeah. So that's a big role that you got to figure out. Yeah. You have to invest at that position and continue to try and find a guy that you can rely on potentially for six or seven games. If Avante Maddox is out of the lineup and And you don't have a CGJ this year, that's moving down from safety. No, you don't. And you won't see a lot of, I think Terrell Edmonds mixing in there at at big nickel, big dime right away. I think you'll see that more when the season kicks off and ultimately it does come down to the film. Like this isn't just a fun game to go out there and, and just crap on these guys on Twitter. Like, no, they're playing for jobs. Like, don't be mean to these guys, please. Don't be those people in this preseason game that you say, oh, this is just subpar football. Like, no, these guys are fighting for their lives right now. And I'm excited to see these guys, the Devin Allens of the world on offense, which we mentioned yesterday. There's similar guys on defense as well that have been around the National Football League, are fighting for jobs. The Justin Evans of the world, the Terrell Edmonds. Could Terrell Edmonds get an extension? It all starts here. Like, it all starts in this first preseason. And this is Kevon Wallace is basically his last chance. Film don't lie, man. Film don't lie. This is a big opportunity. You only have three of them now in the preseason. And you're going against a team that has won 23 straight preseason games. <laughs> yeah, you're playing the team that cares seriously. the most about this 100%. game than anybody in the NFL. You'll look so foolish if you go out there and just go through the motions like you're gonna have to play tomorrow 
For sure. And it's kind of the same logic with Smith and Carter. Sidney Brown, you know, I'm excited. Not because it's like where I, I think he's going to totally have a role this year. I'm mm. just excited to see because I think he's going to be one of the most talented players on the field. And you're going to notice that from the jump. Like Justin Evans, I think the stakes are higher for him in this game. I think the same Definitely. thing with Kavon Wallace. But Sidney Brown, I just I want to see that athleticism. I want to see the, the tackling ability, maybe versatility. Maybe he comes down and he's in some man coverage. I, I think seeing Brown is big because – Again, Blankenship right now is getting all the hype at safety. Mm-hmm. Edmonds is like that main veteran safety that you have right now with starting experience. But as we mentioned on the show before, I think a lot of the pressure at safety, if you can reach a certain ceiling this year, it's on the rook. He has to just be himself. And when I talked about playing fast, playing free, that speaks to Sidney Brown's game. Oh, yeah. When he's flying around east to west, coming down the hill, filling gaps, he loves the tackle, he loves the hit, and he loves to get sideline to sideline. This is the perfect time to do that and the perfect time to get yourself in this rotation, which right now it's Reed Blankenship and everybody else. What they did at the running back position on the depth chart where they listed five guys that yeah. could potentially be the starter, I think it's the same way at safety as well. And Reed Blankenship is a perfect example that the Eagles are okay going ahead and playing guys that if they show out on the field, regardless of draft position, you're going to win a job. And especially at this position, Lou, where there's no N'Kobe Dean, where your N'Kobe Dean probably is Sidney Brown, they wanted to get N'Kobe on the field last year, just happened to be two guys ahead of him were way better and way more fit for that defense. And I don't think that's right? going to be the case at safety. I mean, I think it's not the case solid. at safety. Yeah, I think I – think- Edmonds and Blankenship can probably be solid like Edwards and White were, but not enough to have Brown be redshirted like Dean was. No, not at all. And he's going to get a bunch of minutes. And like we said at running back yesterday, where you you talk about the split between all those guys, I think it's very similar at at safety. They're going to rotate and they're going to run three plus safety looks at at times. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's a good point. And you'll probably see Kiwi Ringo get a couple snaps in there as well. And well, that's what's fun too is like, yeah, around and let's see the, don't see that tomorrow. Don't give away all the, the cheat codes here, but yeah, you will see that coming up. For sure. Uh, Gino, let's move off the secondary a little bit here. Let's talk some, I I think at linebacker is where there's a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. because the Eagles, not only are they never really committed to this position outside of N'Kobe Dean right now, they're not committed to any of these guys specifically. Like the commitment, they they invested in them financially with draft picks. There's really no guaranteed money on any of these guys' deals. Mm -hmm. This is truly like earn your spot between Ellis Jack Cunningham Morrow they can have they can't afford to have like I remember I was at the Browns Eagles preseason game last year and it was the worst I've ever seen Davian Taylor look and Mm. that got him cut none of these guys can afford to have that kind of game because the Eagles are going to take the best even Sean Bradley I got to throw in there too special teams will come into play as you've mentioned before but you know these guys it's pretty much open season and they're not going to keep five plus linebackers so it's a big a big game for them Huge, huge. And like you said, they're not committed to any of them. Not and a single one outside of Dean. That's the thing. I wouldn't even play N'Kobe if we're being no, honest. No, I wouldn't either. I, I get him healthy. I, mm. I don't risk oh, yeah. making I doubt that he, injury linger. Yeah. No. And then let the guys go out and say, hey, you have three games. You have 180 minutes of ball here. Whoever the best three outside of N'Kobe are exactly. at that position, you're going to be the guys. And Yes. Like, I, like I've been saying, do you keep two mics and two wills? Do you keep one mic and three wills? Do you keep an extra Sam and go light at this linebacker position? 
That's what I'm most interested in. I'm not just looking at these guys. I'm looking at how well Kyron Johnson is going to play. I'm looking at how well Patrick Johnson is going to play because if those guys are making splash plays in the preseason, which Patrick Johnson made plays in the Super Bowl for you last year, Kyron Johnson is one of your better special teams players. Yeah. These linebackers, like Christian Ellis, as good as you are in practice, brother, you got to go out there and show out in these games. You have to go out there and really make a statement if you want to be on this roster. Same with Nicholas Morrow. I think he might have the most to lose of any player. After they brought in in Jack Cunningham, 100%, because as you mentioned, with Sean Bradley, he's a special teamer. I think, I mean, Ellis was a special teamer last year. So these these veteran guys like Miles Jack, Zach Cunningham, Nicholas Morrow, you know, they don't really have the luxury of being a young player in a rookie deal Mm -hmm. that also has been a key contributor for a whole nother unit. So they have to perform. Yeah, 100%. Morrow, Jack, and Cunningham, there's probably a spot for one of them, maybe two. At most, I yeah. think you go, yeah, the way Ellis I think Bradley playing, or Ellis are making the roster, right? There's like one of them have to yeah. make it because you, you want one of those special teams aces at linebacker mm-hmm. and then Dean's a lock. So that's two. So yeah, maybe there's, there's probably two spots. I'm with you. I don't think they keep five. Four is my number. I, I am with you at that number. Be the over Especially under. as you mentioned with the Johnsons, with Nolan Smith's versatility. Yeah, you go white. And who's to say they can't even add another one? And that's that's what you well, have that to too, keep coming yeah. back to. Safe. Yeah. Let's say the opposite of this. Nobody goes out there and earns a job. They all look terrible. Mm-hmm. Does this light a fire under Howie to say, maybe a guy that we just played in Patrick Queen, maybe that was their audition tape for him. Maybe we have to go out there and get one of those guys. Hopefully, fingers crossed, they can at least get one guy that is playable out feel, of this group. Yes, right. And at best, if you get two that can be outside of Nicobe, I think you're sitting pretty. But don't think that they're done at this position yet. Like, it's August 11th right now. We have just under a month before the season kicks off. Well, that was Prime safety Chauncey Gardner Johnson season, right? Yeah, I mean that was that was safety. For. They brought in Jaqua and Reed Blankenship looked really good last summer, but that wasn't mm-hmm. enough for them to sit on their hands. Jaquaski Tart did not look good. Kavon Wallace looked like whatever. Um, mm-hmm. the, you know, the whole roster pretty much looked that way at that position. So then here comes CGJ. So yeah, you're right. It, you know, we're talking about linebacker. These guys need to show out, but yeah, you mentioned if they, none of them do, that's going to push them even further to Could you know. A- for some big reality for us in a couple sure. of hours, man. For sure. Uh, Gino, to wrap up the show, on the defensive line, I don't know. I, I don't think there's a whole lot. I think we pretty much know what this unit's going to look mm-hmm. like, but I, I think the two, and we've mentioned the names already, but I'm excited to watch. We haven't really heard a whole lot about Contavious Street and Moro Jomo. I think Tui Piloto is more of a lock than those two because of the versatility that he has, you know, mm-hmm. as more of a, a quote-unquote nose tackle behind Jordan Davis. Those two, I think, might be battling for that last spot as your, you know, another pass rushing interior defensive lineman. It'll be exciting to see that battle too. I don't want to be the guy that has to line up against Milton Williams tomorrow if he is playing in this game because he is just absolutely going to shred these guys apart. And then you have Contavious Street and Ajomo and all of these guys fighting for jobs and Marlon Tui Pelotu is just coming back off of an injury where he didn't really see the field at all last season. You don't think he's going to be roaring and ready to go. And, oh, that's after already going up against Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter as well, Lou. And I think you're going to see a lot of mixing and matching where these guys line up to see where they can really handle the snaps. I know Jalen Carter on the depth chart was listed 
right behind Jordan Davis, but is he yeah. truly a two-gapping type of player? Do you want to keep him as a one-gapper, more like Fletcher Cox, gap-and-a-half type player? That's what I'm interested to in too, Gino, to see like where these linemen are, mm-hmm. where they are on the formation. Yeah. Yeah, charting them the next day and figuring out yes. exactly where they line up will will really be a key in to see what Sean Desai is trying to figure out with these guys, and especially Nolan Smith as well. I think you'll see a lot mm-hmm. of different usage. I know we're saying don't give away a lot of the scheme and everything, but you still have to get snaps and see if these yeah, guys you can do see it at how a live he looks. level. Right, exactly. They, they want to see game action of can he mm-hmm. play off ball linebacker if mm-hmm. we start blitzing him in different ways. Like yeah, if he, he looks like things. a deer in headlights yeah. there, like scrap right, it exactly. and just get him to the court for yeah. sure. Yeah, so you'll see some stuff tomorrow. It's not going to be this completely vanilla game on defense. You will see because they have to try it out. And there's a lot of players yeah. playing different positions. Definitely. And this is where you try some things out. So kickoff is 730 tomorrow. Eagles, Ravens. Make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Eagles. We'll have a post-game show for you coming up to start next week. We appreciate you making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Enjoy the game. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go, birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.